Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets Live with every breath, see my message start to spread And I had so many dreams, then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems, try to find out what it means Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the songs it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do And I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah I'm grateful, oh yeah Able, oh yeah I'm stable, oh yeah Everybody listen up, cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path, if you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at, yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done, I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want, yeah Rise just like the sun, yeah, fatal like a gun Shooters gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art, it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah DJ Stash, aka Jesse, aka the host of the podcast. This is episode 89 of Talks in the Pod, where they bring the most dopest audio on the planet. Alright, guys. Well, we made it out. Oh, we made it out. You'll see me here after the hellish of the election. <laughs> Alright, right, guys, I'm gonna get some water here. Alright, guys, uh, before we get into today's episode, we know we're gonna take care of our sponsors. As always, we're gonna take care of our longtime sponsors from Top Asterix. Alright, guys, about Top Asterix. Top Asterix is a Chicago-born company specialized in nutricals, oils, and other bionicals such as Cranum, They also do CBD. Their mission is to create fans and earn your businesses. We keep things fresh by limiting our inventory to the latest batches. In other words, we don't have a warehouse full of our product. They've opened their shop at the tail end of 2014 based on their ex- personal experience with different bionicals. They have seen and have heard firsthand how other products have helped people from around the world. We built, they have built their businesses to help supply different types of helpful traditional herbal remedies. They fully cater to the chemical compounding industry and supply a whole line of products they fully tested from a GMP facility. The strongest weapon in the United States is a patriotic American here at the Tribal Pro Supply, and they donate a, per- a portion of every sale to the PTSD Foundation of America because they believe that it is their duty to help those who have sacrificed their lives to defend our freedoms. To join our mission to build American pride and help their troops overcome the devastating effects of PTSD. So they pal, they will be proud to have you part of the team. Basically, you guys, you just go to, to Up Astrash, you can click on my link down in the description down below. You listen to the podcast or use my promo code STASH, S-A-S-H. Again, that is STASH, S-A-S-H. And you get 15% off your order, guys. And they have a portion to the veterans that are suffering from the PTSD. And it goes to the PTSD Foundation, guys. So let's go to Great Cause. A great, it's a great, it's a great going around all around, guys. So take out Tribe Strax, guys. They're a great company, and 
They also want to talk about their new lineup they just got. I'm just pulling my email here, guys. They just got out the uh, Kratom Liquid Extract, guys. It's a top-of-the-line product and is considered one of the best in the marketplace today. Each bottle of the flow is handled with extra care, contains no alcohol, and uses a 45% Kratom Extract, guys. So if you want to look at a portion of it, guys, that is uh, one of their top-selling ones they're doing at the store right now, guys. So... Yeah, they've been around for a while, guys. Uh, they've updated their website, guys. As I said, if you've been around with my podcast, they have updated the website. Uh, they've added some great new products, so I'm just loving it all around, guys. I just, uh, fortunately, I, uh, I told them to send me, they're sending me this product now, so I'll be able to try it for y'all. I can tell you on the podcast, but uh, I tried a video somewhere, but uh, I can't put it on YouTube because, you know, YouTube wants to take out my uh, CBD products. Or they want to pick and choose what uh, YouTube or uh, what videos is like appropriate, whether it be for kids or just in general. Because I did a whole line for uh, top track, top abstracts, and I've told them email before, because I was kind of spreading my social media. But uh, YouTube took it down. But uh, they can have other YouTubers on there. But uh, they're not really supposed to. But you know, like I'm saying, it just depends if YouTube catches it. So, but my channel is lower into most other big, I would say, in cannabis culture wise. So, I don't know. I think they just do pick and choose what they want on their uh, channel. So, how is right now? I'm just going to just talk about it, just throw it on the podcast. So, go ahead and check it out, guys. Top ass tracks. All right, guys. That's the care of our sponsors, guys. So, yeah, guys. As we know, the big election is over. As always, we may have thought. <laughs> uh, let's pull the electoral votes now. Let's see where they're at now. Uh, we got guys, uh, as you do my podcast, if you're a long time listener, uh, welcome back. I appreciate all the subscribers and love has been on here, guys. Like I was saying, we've recently, uh, portioned out our podcast to Stitcher, so welcome all the new listeners that have been on Stitcher, and, uh, especially from Amazon. Amazon has helped us tremendously, uh, reach out more listeners to the podcast, so, uh, welcome, uh, new and old listeners alike each and every week, guys. I really greatly appreciate y'all coming here and listening to the podcast, guys, so, we're listening to any kind of purposes, guys. You know, like I was saying, I'm not a politician, no, guys. I, I'm drinking it for guys. I'm 26. I, I pretty much just based on, um, based on life, how it goes for me right now, guys. I'll say I'm a Christian. Uh, was pretty much uh, grew up Democratic. My mom's side, my dad's side is more Democratic because pretty much they settled the tax brackets, but. I don't know. More, like I say, I'm more just guy. When I'm just more on the side that gets the job, the, uh, the job done. That's that's more I believe. So, but yeah, it looks like all these lawsuits Trump is filing out. So we only get a probably want a finalization if until December. So, but I like to see where let's work, where it shows in now. So I haven't checked it since like Saturday when it all went down for Biden. Because you all know uh, when it was yeah it says two nine two fourteen. That's where it stops here. It's saying, from based on Google, like year in roll, it's 2020. Tory votes 290. Joe Biden, Donald Trump 214. Vote 50 50.8% vote for Joe Biden with the over 76 million votes counted. Legal, legal votes counted. Uh, and then Donald Trump with 214 results. Or should I say, 214 electoral votes with 47.5% of the vote with over 71 million votes counted. Legal votes counted, as he specified on Twitter, makes you specify. He's legal votes. Yeah, we're, that was a big thing for uh, Nevada, Michigan, and Georgia. Like I said, that's over with now. But, like I said, they're still fighting over this, so... Even though uh, the oh, it looks like the Senate, the Senate is more uh Republican. So yeah, there's more in the Senate than there's more Republicans in the Senate than Democrats. So that's the same. They gotta fight that. Like I'm just really tired of both. Like we we really treat our American system like like every other sports team, man. We just have like big sides, man. That's that's not what we should be doing. It really is four sides because you have. Democrats, Republicans, conservatives. We'll try and pull this phone off. Sorry about that, guys. There we go. There we go. Now I just serve. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back on the rent. Yeah. Republicans, Democrats. Liberals and conservatives, but... I just wish we all go in one party, but... It's not how we play it on the system. I want to check down here. I don't know why I was not pulling up up here. I was trying to pull... Uh, we're showing the Republican Party for 48, Democratic Party 46. So I'm going to check the House. The House, Democratic Party won with the House for 215. The Republican Party got 198. And showing up for the ballot measures. Well, that's how we're doing with it now. We also have the uh, all out results. We can get into that. So, yeah. Guys, so like I was saying, if you're uh, new listeners, we don't have we don't have a we have guests on the show, but we don't have guests. It's usually, we just like talk about what's going on in the week. Usually, in my life, I've just been doing the just been living the life of the hospital. It's been working out there. Uh, I'm just getting more of my DJ set up. Uh, I actually got more uh, legit clamps for my lights. I'm ready for that. Got I'm getting uh I ordered a three pack of Ethernet cables, uh, like fifteen foot. I was going to get this from my router, but uh, they said 15 foot, and then I get them in the mail, and, and they say 10 foot on the package, so I had to return them. So now i got to wait another week for that in the mail to get in. And then I uh, was able to get into the dentist, like in the college, because how it is, I mean, with the pet, I don't know how it is in other states, but I don't know, most people think Texas and Florida is like open up like no other, but we still have to wait months on end like everybody else. But the dentistry is just ridiculous. I thought you got to wait now. Like, uh, I think if I talked about it on different podcasts before, I'm not sure, but I, I've been going to the same dentistry before, like, every year, except, and then this year, the pandemic's what really screwed everything up, I had to wait more months on end, and then just, like, a whole new team just got into that place, wanted to overcharge me, so I just got out of there, so I decided just to go to the, I looked at, just look online, like, a best cheaping just to get my teeth clean, so it looked like, uh, it may help for y'all, like, is I just looked at my community, like, my community college here is like oh you, like anybody you don't have to be a student you just go up there uh, I guess I mean you need a college that is like practicing in dentistry but yeah I just get the people that are practicing just to do my cleaning they have to, they have to, uh, they have to look at, they have to expect my teeth basically and to see how da- basically the level of damage my uh, my gums are before they can uh, schedule me in so I did that yesterday morning uh, basically, I think they say they have a level, there's like four levels, and like mine's a level two. What, so, to them, it wasn't bad. Which, that was the opposite of what the other person was, t- they at the, cl- all their dentistry clinic was telling me, they said my teeth were bad, and like, I needed schedules here, and then what I do, and now it's going to cost, literally, this, the person there was telling me it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. I was like, I don't know what happened to their, st- their dentistry, man, like, I think they're just running out of business, and they're just trying to like, overcharge people, so... I don't know. I don't want to diss them because they used to be really great, but I don't, I don't know what's going on with them. And so I want to go back to the the college where, uh, yeah, you know, in the pandemic, uh, school system's still going to get their money. <laughs> so they ain't worried about money. So, uh, but yeah, they can clean my teeth. They just said, uh, in the set price number, like, uh, my gums were level one to level four. It's going to be one charge of 15 bucks. So hey, that's good for me. So like I said, yeah, if you're all on a budget, budget guys, not even a budget, I mean, actually just, you know, actually help the students as well, you know, practice on y'all, but they actually have a structure as well, because when I got my teeth examined, it was a uh, student and instructor, so you actually get a person that's there and knows what they're doing, so they're not just going to jack up your mouth, and you get a good, actually set price, so no insurance, bull, bullshit about that, so that'll look all good for me, so I got to... I have to uh, schedule mine for January because how the season is here, they're about finished up here for all the uh, patients. So I got to go in in January. So I'm keeping my mouth clean. It's been about two years now. This pandemic has really fucked up my teeth. But I'm still I'm still using the mouthwash and uh, hydrogen peroxide every day and brushing teeth twice a day. Floss as well. I need to get better on flossing, but I do I do peroxide and mouthwash every day. Considering uh, I'm getting more into coffee now, guys, energy drinks. I've been really bad. I've been I've been getting trying on the diet, but it's been pretty hard. 
It's my, I want to have a super birthday. I want to usually let me slap it off on the weekends, but I, sometimes here during the weekdays. But it kind of goes hit or miss. Like, like I've cut back on like I said like ever since the uh, the whiskey like I did for the review. Like I haven't really drank since then. I was like uh, two weekends ago. So yeah, it has been bad on the diet. But uh, I'm just, I'm cutting back more. I'm trying to get more on the diet. I'm trying to get more on the lean protein. I'm getting more. In, I'm um, exercising more every day, cooking more of the protein. I'm feeling stronger, feeling great, which uh, you can check out my, you can, uh, speaking about on the body aspect and health, you check out a new video uh, when I did the uh, ice bath for the first time. You can check it on my YouTube channel. Uh, that was a great time. <laughs> I definitely want to get experience more in the ice bath because that really rejuvenated my muscles big time, guys. So if you're on the YouTube, check out my YouTube channel uh, down below. Uh, speaking of YouTube, because I'm gonna shout out here again, because probably the lot this be the last time I can promote it on the podcast for the day is over. I am giving a doing a PS Five giveaway, where all you have to do is go to my YouTube channel and you just go to my uh, video that I'm doing the PS Five. You can find it there, and all you gotta do is give it that video to ten ten k likes to get my YouTube channel to hundred k guys. So get about into uh pretty much the. Midnight on the eleventh because PS Five comes out on the twelfth. So pretty much when he hits around midnight in the twelfth when PS Five gets out, that's when you like guys. So two more days, two more days. Hey, but if not, guys, hey, it's all good. It's all good and fun. I like to do more giveaways in the future, but hey, I like to do. I just like to do more spin. Like I've talked about before, I like to do more venture off videos because it's kind of. St- I just feel like the kind of stale was repetitive for like all the review reviews. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy it. There's plenty of fan base. I'm sure that's what got me on the YouTube in the, in the first place. Just uh, watching other YouTubers do that, which I've kind of had a fallout with. I'm doing on the Twitch, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of bad to like uh, people you actually actually interact with become like more. I I don't know more hatred, angry for no reason, and I don't know just what people I don't know what people come on with. I mean. I, I can see what people look like two face on camera. Like it's 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 hard it's hard to see about that. But uh yeah guys, that's why when it comes to online for me, I'm just trying to look more on positive. I don't tend to read any negative. You, you never like I I'll always go out of the hear back when when Drake does that song, uh I forgot what song it is, but it's I'm sure y'all let me know. It's diss me when Drake does that verse, it just me you'll never hear a reply for it. That's I take that to heart. Like I take the I take life Especially how we see politics, since I've gotten more politics more than I have, especially the last four years. <laughs> like, everyone is just in a shit mood, especially in the pandemic, guys. Like, I'm just trying to, uh, especially now, like, life is too short. Especially this this whole, tw- like, definitely, tw- I'm, ready to, I'm ready to be done with 2020. 2021, I like a more aspect. I'm especially, hopefully Biden, you know, love or hate the guy, whoever we vote for, you know, like I'm saying, I'm on Team America. I'm not Team Liberal, not Team Conservative, Team Democrat. Broke. I'm on Team America. I'm hoping, no matter who it is, let's let's get this country on track. Let's just let's just go. We need to get this going. That's how I. That's how I want to think. I want to think positive. We gotta think positive, guys. We're just gonna pick it on each other. We're not gonna go anywhere, guys. So, I I, I don't have the time. I I think myself. I'm thinking more like I'm not gonna waste time, energy, be negative on online. I'm thinking future. I'm just thinking positive. So just try to have fun. Try to do what you want to do in life, guys. No matter how hard it is, no matter how limited we are for COVID. I try to live. I try to live and do what you can for the best and fullest. Like I said, I can't wait for like a couple, couple more weeks when I can do a, take a vacation. Probably actually go try to beach this time on the weekend. We don't talk about that, and then actually see my mom on the side. My grandma has surgery on the twenty fourth, so we're gonna all be around there. It's gonna be a small gathering, you know. My cousin's about to have her child, first child, in about two months, right around Christmas time. So that's gonna be a blessing for that. So yeah, guys, just all looking positive, you guys. Just be around your family. There's no time to be hating, trolling, trolling on the internet, just bickering at each other. So. I mean, like I said, you, I don't know. I'm not going to say and then like, you know, a year later, oh, I did this. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, it may happen, but I'm, for right now, I'm just trying to, like, think positive as much as I can. All right, guys. So, no, I've been rambling. Let's, uh, I know I was going to talk about, um, 
because I saved another couple of notes. I know talking about AEW. We got the politics, but there was uh, rest in peace to the Jeopardy guy. The Jeopardy. Uh, I had, I had, I had an article on here. I believe. Let's see. Yeah, Alex DeBert, Trey Beck, Alex Trey Beck, Jeopardy game show host dies with cancer, age eighty. Yeah, that's that's about ready to go, guys. He said my grandfather out there at uh, eighty four. Says the, uh, where are we the? This is from BBC.com. Since the longtime host of American televised quiz show Jeopardy has died, age of 80, Mr. Turnbeck announced he has been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer in March 2019. Yeah, that's way to go, man. But maybe... That's just the top tier show on that, that era, man. Like, Jeopardy and, like, Wheel of Fortune. Like, that's just... That's just the era of television. Like, he would... He truly defined, like... Television game host the shows in general. So yeah, whoever is gonna take over that, you know, they're gonna have big shoes to fill. So yeah, hey, rest in peace to Alex Trebek. All right, got it here. All right, guys, I think we're gonna tune. To, I have the Google News. I think we're gonna. Go, I think we're gonna just hold out for all out at the end, as we should, right? I did have a scene. I did see on the top of this here. So, like I said, you're long time listeners. It wouldn't be where I go to Google. Well, I don't want to break it down to Google News. What I do for the news. I go to Google News. I go to the For Me section. And for long time listeners, it wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't be a For Me Google News if it didn't have a PlayStation on it, right? <laughs> so, I have the PS5 the Ultimate. If you could ask questions, this is what the article is now. Uh, PlayStation Blog. Cause, so, we did talk about, you know, PS5. It's coming out the twelfth, so let's see what we, what we got here. Also, there's another one that says Sony gives your PS4 a second life, uh, slinging a PS5 to another room of your house. Okay, let's see if we know those questions. So let's see if they answer their own questions. Oh, this is just like a breakdown of the uh, itself. It's like a whole bunch of blog. That's gonna yeah. We're gonna skip that one. That's that's gonna take. Let's go to the other article here, The Verge. Yeah, it says Sony gives your PS4 a second life, slinging a PS5 to another room of your house. It says the PlayStation Five can do practically practically everything the PS4 can, with only a small handful of games and features getting left hand. Bye bye blue. <laughs> it says bye bye 3D Blu-ray. There may be one compelling reason to keep your PS4 around. You can pick it up where you left off in a PS5 game from another room of your house. Sony confirmed today that the existing PS4 will soon let you access your other PlayStation consoles remotely, including the PS5. It says we're updating PS4's remote play feature, now in addition to being able to access your PC or your PS4 from your from a PC or a mobile device. Uh, your PS4 can access other consoles via mo- remote play too. Run on your TV. This includes the ability to connect to your PS5 and stream a PS5 game to your PS4 so you can play it there. Yeah, it's saying VGC and Eurogamer reported today that a PS5 remote play app has already popped up on the PS4 offering up to 1080 stream from your new console to existing one perhaps you hook up your PS4 to the bedroom TV or the living room if you keep your primary console in the den. Uh, you don't necessarily need a PS4. This, it says you don't necessarily need a PS4 to stream a PS5 to another room of your house. Though, since the PS Remote Play app is getting updated on other platforms as well, the Windows version not only adds PS5 support at 1080p, but also HDR. Okay, it says on here, Sony's PS remote play apps for Android and iOS have been updated for the PS5, and we'd be surprised if the Mac version wasn't ready as well. We'll probably need a good phone controller mount for those, though you can also do a lot of other things on the PS5 and your phone with Sony's separate PlayStation app, which recently received an overall. As some have pointed the idea that you will be able to play PS5 games with a PS4 DualShock 4 controller by streaming 
them across your house with PS5 remote play does point out one weird limitation of the PlayStation 5 itself. On the actual PS5, you can use a DualShock 4 to play PS5 games, only PS4 ones. Okay. Okay, good to know, good to know. So yeah, so if uh, you don't need to trade in your PS4, you want to keep it on to it, you can use it uh, as another uh, split screen, I guess, <laughs> for another room. You want to be a balling like that? All right, cool. I'm more like I try to trade in my new GameStop. That's probably my idea to do. That's my intentions. When I get in, uh, I'm still going to still have two PS5s, but I'm trading in my PS4 for sure. Okay, so we're back out of there. Uh, not only if you watch, uh, if you tend to an election, like I've said it before, like you vote more than just the presidents. You know, just I talked about before. You know, for cannabis legalization, it says the House will vote on cannabis legalization bill in December. So let's take a look at that on the political side. All right, read this article. Politico says House will vote on cannabis legalization bill in December. A vote scheduled for September was postponed after some moderate Democrats caught cold feet. I say I'm not biased. I'm just I'm just reading this article. Uh, a bill to remove federal penalties on marijuana and scrape some cannabis-related records will receive a vote on the House floor in December, according to House Majority Leader Stanian Hoye Hor Hor. It's H O Y E R. Uh, in a letter to colleagues Monday, uh, who are outlined the legislative... I know it's going to like, you know, Google Trade. I know it says before. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, who are outlined the legislative schedule for the lame duck session. Who wrote this article? Natalie Fertig. Okay. Uh, lame duck session, November and December. The House will vote on the Moore Act to decriminalize cannabis and expunge... Conventions for nonviolent cannabis offenses that have prevented many Americans from getting jobs, applying for credit and loans, and accessing opportunities that make it possible to get ahead in our economy. The letter read, yeah, as it should have been the been the first place. Never been a, never been established. It's gonna cost even more even more hassle to people get all the rights back for that, right? Uh says Hoyer's letter did not specify which week the vote will come up, but the House is scheduled to be in the in session December uh, 1 through 4th and December 7th through 10th. Uh, saying, what's the background? The House was scheduled to vote on the bill in September, but some Democrats in tight races worried that voters would not look kindly on a marijuana legalization vote when a deal on coronavirus aid remained elusive. At the time, Hoover promised the bill would still come up for a vote after the election. Momentum is growing on marijuana policy. More than a third of Americans now live in the states which full legalization and a record. 68% support federal cannabis legalization, according to Gallup. This past election day, five states passed medical or regularization legalization reforms, including staunchly uh, conservative states such as Montana, 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 Montana. I don't know why it is Montana. I've never said that. That's okay. I'm going to keep saying that. Now. Montana. Over there in Montana and South Dakota, bringing the total number of legal states up to 15. Okay, I was wondering that. So that's, so, because like I know, I knew like medical wise, there's like over 20, there's over half the country. So now, by this year now, so there, now there's 15 actual legal states. That's crazy. So, I because I listened to like an old Joker podcast where he's talking about this how like marijuana got uh, illegal in the first place because of hemp, because the paper companies didn't want to like mess with the hemp. You know, it's all about money as usual. That's why they were just. That's why they were saying like, uh, they just basically trick people to the house and the Senate or whatever to like uh, get can marijuana illegal, but they didn't know they were actually making hemp illegal, so. It was, this is a whole mess. This is a, this is a whole mess anyway. This should have never happened. But it was like in the 1930s, and now we're just like less than 100 years. We're like slowly, where well, since what, 2012, right? When it was like Colorado and Washington was le- like uh, regulation legalized. That's like really mattered. Instead of the medical, it was like when they're like in the 90s. 
like California was like first on that, but like recreational wise, remember that it was like twenty twelve. Like that was big. And that's so almost like like less than, almost a hundred years, right? Twenty twenty. It's like nine so like eight ish years, whatever, it's like slowly reversing back. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh let's see the rest of this. Uh on Monday, Senate Mon- minority leader Chuck Schumer tweeted that it's past time to end the federal prohibition on marijuana. Yeah, that's what I've been saying forever. Uh, with the success of all cannabis ballot measures across the country last week, it's more important than ever for Congress to catch up. It's like cannabis uh, Congress co-chair Rep- Representative Barbara Lee, Democrat of California, after Hoser office announced the vote, we're going to continue building momentum so that Congress takes action to end the failed prohibition of cannabis before the year is out. Too much is at stake for committees of color. This is quoted. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I can definitely see that in my life. In our li- definitely my lifetime, how it's gonna end federally for sure. The way it's going. It's fifteen states. All right. I'm not gonna read. It's not an art. It's an article. Oh, it's an article. I'm just gonna. It looks like saying Post Malone goes diamond again for the sunflower. So congratulations to the Post Malone and Swally sunflower song. It looks like it went diamond again. Just skimming through the for me section. Yeah, okay, I remember this all this. This is a big thing. I just saw this, I was like, what? Looks like this is or this is yesterday. Uh it says I don't know if this is clickbait or not. I, I haven't even clicked I just saw I just skimmed through this earlier and I was like, okay, I'm gonna talk about this on the podcast. Cause I just watched some like uh it's Roy Jones and Mike Tyson, the little duck uh I wanna say it was a documentary. It was like a three part it's just it was like on the word World Star. Let me second find it again. Just, it was like a three parter. Oh yeah, it was on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah, it's a documentary series. I just watched the episode three. And let me go back to the article. Yeah, now it's saying uh this is from Essential Sports. This is the clickbait. Or I don't know it's clickbait, but it's the headline. It says I put my baby's urine in it. Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson pleads guilty to cheating. Alright, so let's see what this is about. And it's showing like a photo of Mike Tyson like back in the 80s. Like his prime. Okay, it's saying arguably one of the greatest boxers. Okay, who wrote this article? I uh, can't pronounce the guy's name. This is from the, yesterday. This is N-I-K-H-I-L... His last name C H A U. Okay, okay. I should. I don't know how to pronounce this. So we're gonna copy his name. Okay. Translating. All right, here we go. Nikhil Chohan. Nikhil Chohan. Okay. So the article is from Nikhil Chohan. It says arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time, Mike Tyson has admittedly admitted to cheating on his previous drug tests. Speaking on his podcast with current vice president of athlete health and performance for the UFC. Yeah, I saw he was, uh, I was on his latest, I didn't watch the podcast, but I saw that that's this latest, latest person on his podcast. It says, uh, Jeff Nowitzki, the former heavyweight champion, pleaded guilty and stated that he had used a whizinator in his previous drug test. <laughs> yeah, it's like a classic thing people use online. Brass past drug tests. It's like a uh, fake, yeah. Oh, it's saying the rest, of, it's saying down here. It says, while Tyson has remained admitted that he has never used performance enhancing drugs, his recent comments have certainly raised some eyebrows. For those of you who are not aware, a wizenator is a fake, it's a fake penis that leads to a tube of untainted urine. Mike accepted that he has used both his wife's and his kids' urine to pass the tests. Says Tyson said it was awesome, man. I put my baby's urine in it, and sometimes, one time I was using my wife's, and my wife was like, "Baby, you better not hope that it comes back pregnant or something." Yeah, so people, I've heard that on, like on TV, that people joke around with that. It says and said, "Nah, so we ain't gonna use any more. We're gonna use the kid because I got scared that the piss might come back pregnant." Tyson said in the past. There have been accidents where athletes have been caught using their wife's urine after results in a pregnancy. 
says that that was that I was afraid of. Tyson chuckled. I guess I heard of this happening because I was afraid of that. Yeah. Oh, it's talking about. Yeah, so I thought it was clickbait. It's like I thought I was like talking about the recent, like he was recently getting busted for drugs. I was like in the back of the day. Well, yeah. Like saying he just talked about like they all did the. But it's talking about some recently. It says Mike Tyson takes on Rojo is in your side. Inside the Staples Center it says Iron Mike will return to the boxing ring against former four division champion Roy Jones Jr. in an exhibition match later this month. The bout is scheduled to take place inside Staples Center on November twenty. November 28th. Uh, it's saying California State of Athletic Commission or the CSAC will sanction the match unanticipated showdown. News to say the CSAC will test both the boxes before and after the fight. Tyson may not be able to use his old trick this time around. Uh, I was wondering if he was getting to this. Uh, the WBC has created a special belt called the Frontline Championship uh, for the winner of the fight. Oh, so that's, yeah, I remember we were talking about something about that. It's going to be a belt for this fight. So it's called the Frontline Championship. Uh, it says, in a frontline battle between two of the best to step, step inside the boxing ring, both Tyson and Jones Jr. will be raising money for charity. Yeah, it's all, it's all for charity uh, division. Yeah, I'm ready for that fight. So it's gonna be like no crowd in that fight too, right? Especially when it's in California, so that's definitely no crowds. Yeah, yeah we talked about before how like how close Texas was gonna be a blue state. It was like forty, forty nine or. Let's see, you. there it was. Yeah, the two seventy two seventy win So you can pull it back down. Oh, it's, yeah, 49 and 48. Yeah, real close. It's like 50 50 here for red and blue. All right, we go back to the. Let me cancel all this. Oh, yeah, another thing about other for me sections. Always about GTA 6. That's always been. It's always, it's always news for GTA 6 every day until, like, what are they going to do until it actually comes out, right? And they're going to talk about GTA 7 now. Says GG. This is what I figured out like two days ago. The recent thing from Express says GTA 6 release date latest on Rockstar prepares for big Grand Theft Auto online DLC. Okay, well, if not for G, uh, GTA 6, we can see what the latest DLC is. I'm sure they got some DLC coming out because it's gonna be they want to make it big for the PS5, right? Since they did promote it for the PS5. Uh, it says, a new rumor suggests that the G GTA 6 release date will be announced in 2021. But there's plenty of Grand Theft Auto Online news coming before then. Okay. Rockstar Games will reportedly announce that GTA 6 release date next year, but it seems there could still be more waiting before that happens. Uh, from what has been shared so far, GTA 5 will be the dev team's main pro priority for the coming months there have been plenty of rumors regarding the next gen project including leaks regarding a setting location but as many gamers will already know much of this has to be taken with a bunch of pinch of salt until rockstar made their own announcement the latest report suggests that an announcement regarding gta 6 will be made during 2021 but it will come after gta 5 or live arrives on ps5 and xbox series x this new version of grand theft auto won't be available until the second half of the next year with Rockstar telling fans earlier this year. As recently revealed at Sony's PlayStation 5 digital event, the adventures of Michael, Franklin, and Trevor are coming to a new generation of consoles including PlayStation 5 in the second half of 2021. The new generation versions of GTA 5 will feature a range of technical improvements, visual upgrades, and performance enhancements to take full advantage of the latest hardware making the game more beautiful and more responsive than ever, okay? The good news is that GTA 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online will be playable on PS5 and Xbox Series X via backwards compatibility. 
you own a disc-based copy of any backwards compatibility game, you will be able to insert that disc directly into your new PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. It excludes PlayStation 5 Visual Edition and Xbox Series S consoles. So keep that in mind. Meanwhile, digital game owners will have instant access to download any capability capability it says down any comp compatible 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 oh my yeah I knew that compatible I was trying to like sound I don't know sound everywhere compatible yeah you will have instant access to download any compatible Rockstar Games title they already have tied to their PlayStation Network or Xbox Live accounts on PlayStation 5, these will be available from the Your Collection or Your Collection section of your game library and on Xbox Series X from the Ready to Install section. Either way, you'll be able to pick up right where you left off, transfer save files and full games via LAN cables, connecting wirelessly or with USB storage. You can also transfer the most recent cloud save ties for your PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live accounts. You may account. <laughs> you may want to ensure cloud saves are enabled on your PlayStation 4 or Xbox One console before playing on Xbox. Before playing on PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. Yep. Okay. And it's saying the latest rumors regarding GTA 6 comes from YouTuber Son of Adam via comic book. All right. He also reported that an exclusively deal between Rockstar and Sony is in the works. This wouldn't extend to the game not being available on other platforms to be likely include some kind of contact deal. This would this could be connected to the full game or just DJL line. And it wouldn't come as a huge surprise. Rockstar already has a deal in place with Sony in connection with Grand Theft Auto. Online, so it would make sense that something similar would happen on GTA 6. So I couldn't get that word out either. Uh, saying all PlayStation Plus members on PlayStation 4 will get uh, GTA a million dollars deposited into their in game maze account uh, within 72 hours of login. Each month, they play GTA Online until the launch of GTA Online on PlayStation 5. The latest from Rockstar confirms. Uh, yeah. Well, I played GTA with, uh, with, uh, one of the guys last, like, I think it was, like, two weekends ago. I don't remember. A million dollars in my deposit. It's kind of hard to miss. Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. Uh, saying it should be noted that much of this should be taken with a pinch of salt until Rockstar Games makes an official announcement. The next big project will be coming from the famous studio will be the next Grand Theft Auto Online DLC. This project has already been announced and is timely suggested it could be connected with the launch of the PS5 and Xbox Series X consoles. Rockstar has confirmed that the biggest ever update in the game's history is being released in 2020. Really? The biggest update? It's what well, I mean, you only got like two months, really a month and a half, <laughs> which be added oh, a new location to the game. Really, like a new. It says fans are excited to find out if this means a major map change or an entirely new place away from San Andreas. Mm, interesting. News of the new expansion is expected in the coming weeks and will be available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I don't know. That's that's a lot of fill. I don't see them doing an island. The, the biggest update. I don't know. It had to be something big for the for them to be on the game. I guess for the new for the new console. I don't think they would do the next. Maybe a map. I don't know why would we added another map. That would make make sense. It would have to be a different location. Yeah, I'll think of a different location because why add another map when there's so much. Already man space they don't let like land space they don't use already in the game, so we'll have to wait and see for that. I'll definitely catch back on that. 
It was like a top 100 I wanted to do. I normally talked about it. I did the event, the, the men's. I had to look back on the earlier blog. I'm going to look back on the earlier. Because I know they just released the women's. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the women's. No, I mean, I don't even bring it up. I, I don't know why that bro, uh, reminded me, though. But, like, uh, I've been watching the Mandalorian news season, too. I mean, that's been great. I mean, I don't know what it is from the first one, but, like, I don't know it's Star Wars just the way it's uh, portrayed. It's just, I just, you can tell it just looks so fake. <laughs> but it's just so great at the same time. Like, dude, cause this baby Yoda just kills me every time. Like, it's, it's so great. Okay, guys, yeah. I was trying to... F- I know I did a PWI uh, men's 100 list. <clears throat> I thought I had it on the top of the... Uh, on my blogger, but I don't remember which one it was. I don't know, we all can talk it back on my, uh, you let me know on my question, you can get my email at talktothepod at gmail.com, which I forgot to mention, I'm uh, recording here at my luster's house in uh, Central Texas, which I'm doing Tuesday, Tuesday morning, 7.30, as I mentioned, uh, well, I think I mentioned with my teeth, right, I've been uh, drinking some of my coffee, the energy drinks, just got some espresso coffee while ago, when I did uh, some session off the mighty, so let's feel the limits right now. But yeah, I was looking at my blogger and I couldn't find. I thought I had on the, this on the headline as a PWI uh, men's one hundred, but uh, I think we'll read off the PWI women's one hundred and then we'll read off the AW Fallout and call it a stream. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's like, when is the third episode? All right, yeah, it says the Mandalorian season two, the episode three will be on November thirteenth. Right. Oh, it's been coming on Fridays, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the women's PWI. I'm curious on that. There we go. So they're on October 15th? Okay. It's about less than a month ago. Yeah, I think it was... Well, I think I know where number one is. I think I would listen. It was another, I think it was in the Ride Back podcast when he does a Raj Geary. I think they were talking about it, but they didn't read off all 100. So we'll do all, we'll do all 100 real quick. We'll do it from 100 to 1. It's saying it says the top 10 was this is from wrestlingtravel.org, but I mean, it's, it does they have the uh, PWI top 100 females. It says the top 10 was dominated by W Star and ranks wrestlers from October 2019 through October 2020. Looking at the criteria like titles won, qualify of oppositions, wins and losses, overall activity, and the push received by the promotion or promotions they work. All right. Let me get some more for this. All right. Let's read these off. Starting 100. Max the Impaler, all right, 99. Elan Black, 98. Holly Dead, 97. Heather Monroe, 96. Marty Belly, 95. Vede Scott, 94. Willow Knight Nightingale, 93. Jody Threat, 92. Candy Lee, 91. Jessica Troy. They don't tell them more like where they're from, like what promotion they're awarded. That's kind of a bummer so I guess you just have to look them up and just put it put in uh where their names and PWI uh okay 91 Jessica Troy 90 Nina Samuels 89 Keller Kelly uh 88 Lady Shani Shani 87 Danai Luna uh, 86 Trish Adora 85 uh G- and then if I can't pronounce them, I'm going to spell them. That's G-I-S-E-L-E, Shaw. Uh, 84, Liv Morgan. Okay. I'm going to say one of the ones I actually know. I know Liv Morgan. Uh, 83, Indy Hartwell. Uh, 82, Session Moth Martin, Martina. I wish I knew that one. Uh, 81, Darvini. 80, Casey Spinedale. Nah, I can't. S P the last name is K C S P I N E L L I. 
79, Zoe Lucas. 78, Zuri. 77, Nicole Matthews. 76, Lady Marvella. 75, Delmo Exo. 74, Madison Miles. 73, Marcella. 72, Solo Darling. 71, Hannah. Or Han. H-Y-A-N. 70, Leah Harshik. 69, Nia Jax. If you know her. Uh, 68, uh, Hiro Mashimoto. I probably butchered that. 67, Tasha Steeles. 66, Ashley Vox. 65, I'm not even going to try that one. It's U-T-A-M-I, last name H-A-Y-A-S-H-I-S-H-I-T-A. 64, Ginny. 63, Naomi. Shout out, Naomi. Uh, 62, Shasha McKenzie. 61, Charlie Evans. 60, Kara Hogan. Okay. I don't know her, but all right, now they got Hogan in there. Uh, 59, Billy Kay. Okay. Uh, 58, Ollie Cat. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, 57, Peyton Royce. All right. Now we're getting. Uh, 56, Sonya Deville, 55, Alexa Nicole, 54, Julia, 53, Natalia, 52, Millie McKenzie. I don't know why hers is in red. All these are like black letterings, right? Hers is in red. You can click on her for some reason. It's a video. I don't know why they did that. So you click on it and went right to their YouTube. Trying to see the reason why. No, it doesn't say why. Alright, 51 Mill. 50 Lena Luck. 49 Ray O'Reilly. 48 Penelope Ford. She's on XT, right? Uh, 47 Jamie Harter. Uh, 46 Shantez Blackheart. Uh, 45 Tony Storm. Uh, 44, So Hong. 43, Lacey Evans. 42, Rosemary. 41, Faye Jackson. Uh, 40, Nicole Savory. 39, Big Swole. Oh, she's on XT. Or not XT, AW. I don't know, Big Swole. 38, Priscilla Kelly. 37, Bay Presley. 36, Maya Yim. Uh, 35, Lustafo. 34, Candice LeRae. 33, Jessica Havoc. 32, Chris Statlander. 31, Ivy Leslie. Ivy Leslie. 30, Diana Perrozo. P-U-R-R-A-Z-Z-O. 29, Mercedes Martinez. 28, Momo Wantabi. <laughs> Wantabi? Really? Okay. 27, Alexa Bliss. We know her. 26, Tega Knox, 25, Allison K, 24, Dakota K, 23, Bianca Blair, 22, Britt Baker. Yeah, it was with her and uh, Big Swell with that. What was that fight in the, in the dentistry? <laughs> it was like the paper before Fallout. Remember that? That was like the opening match. Uh, lost my place. Okay, yeah, 21, Carrie Zane. 22, Nikki Cross. Wow, really, Nikki Cross? 20? All right. Good for her. Stepping up. Uh, 19, Kylie Ray. 18, Kaylee Ray. Uh, 17, Taylor Valkyrie. 16, Nayla Rose. 15, Kimberly. So I don't even know Kimberly. 14, Thunder Rosa. Click on her, too. I don't even know her. Okay. Well, about a 15 minute on that. Okay. It looks like they're really heavy on her. Heavy on to her voter. The NWA Women's Champion. I thought it was Bully Ray. Let me go take a look at her. Oh, she's the NWA Women's Champion. Oh, okay. I said, I don't watch NWA. That's good. Okay, cool. Let's see. We'll go back to the list. If I press back. Okay. She's the NWA Women's Champion. All right. 13, Shayna Baszler, 12, 
J-O-R-D-Y-N-N Grace. 11, Rob Ripley. 10, Maya I-W-A-10-A-N-I. Number 9, I-O-S-H-I-R-A-I. Number 8, Rio. Number 7, Tessa Blackchard. Number 6, Hakuro Shide. Number 5, Shash... Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought she was number 1. Uh, so actually, number five is also big. Number three is Charlotte Flair. Even though Charlotte Flair hasn't even been around. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, but, you know, of course, uh, top five is all WWE. It's Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, number four. Oscar, number three. Becky Lynch, number two. And now Bailey, number one. So Bailey's number one. And congratulations. Hey, congratulations to all of them. All of the women on here. Top one on here. Congrats, congrats. This is the first year they actually put them on here. So, and he... PWI is on their Twitter page. It's official. PWI says congratulations to Adams Bailey WWE for ranking number one in this year's PWI Women's 100. Pre-order your print. I thought it was the first year. Uh, as I haven't been watching this issue. Uh, for rankings number one in this year's PWI Women's 100. Pre-order your print copy of this exciting issue at womens100.com. That's cool. Yeah, I never, I never, never seen this magazine. Wrestling. I recently watched. I, I've seen like the wrestling uh, magazines all the time at Walmart in the magazine section, but I've never seen like the uh, PWI magazine. All right, guys, we get into it. All right, <clears throat> we got the list from the from the women's top one hundred. So now we're going to full gear. I don't know talk about all that. I talk about all that. I meant to say full gear. We're getting to full gear. The latest paper review from AEW. All right, so we're going to Wikipedia. It says, Full Gear was a professional wrestling pay-per-view produced by AEW. It took place on, on November 7th at Daly's Palace in Jeffersonville, Florida. Like I was saying, like, all of AEW's events have been going basically the same venue since March. Let's see, we go in the background down here. Yeah, it's saying, during All Out on September 5th, 2020, All Elite Wrestling announced that they're Next pay-per-view will be Full Gear, thus establishing Full Gear as an annual event for AEW on November 6th. The day before Full Gear, TNT aired a one-hour uh, television special previewing the event called Countdown to Full Gear, averaging 245,000 viewers. All right. Uh, saying the attendance, 1,000. So, uh, yeah, they got to more bigger crowds than they did uh, last month. So, they get, it was like between like 700 and 750 for uh, all out. So now they got a thousand. So it was the biggest crowd they got so far. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely looks better, guys. With the crowd for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like after the Thunder Dome, W's going to try this approach too. Get the crowds in there. All right. So we get into the match results. We have nine matches. All right. We have one pre show. It's the rank. Deb defeated Alyssa K by submission. Sequence match for the NWA NWA World Women's Championship. Okay. Well, I think uh, I don't know why it's in, so she was before. Okay. So I go through some earlier from the list. Like I said, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the re-show, So. But uh, we kick it off from Keegan Mick. This is where I started. We uh started when watching the show. I like uh I I enjoy. I'll explain. I watched the show. I enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the pay per view as a whole, but we'll get into it after all the results. But yeah, we kicked off. We kicked off. Actually, we kicked off the show with Katie Omega defeated Hangman Aaron Page. It was a AEW World Heavyweight Champion eliminated title. Oh, it was the final match. Okay, one receives a feature AEW World Championship match. Yeah, it's Kenny Omega, like I was saying. Yeah, King of Hammond Page, like, I definitely say Hammond Page is, like, a future championship holder, but I think I think it was good for AEW to, like, uh, get established with Chris Jericho and then have it with uh, John Moxley. I think it's time for, like, now when it's King Omega and John Moxley, I think it's time for King Omega to, like, hold on to the title. And King of was, like, uh, that's a, really a non-WB guy. So, yeah, this is definitely... Uh, was definitely one of the best matches of the night was King Omega and Hammond Page to kick it off the show for this. Uh, then we had Orange Cassidy defeated John Silver singles match with nine minutes and forty seconds. I just you just can't go to Orange Cassidy, guys. It's just it's def it's definitely a W feel for Orange Cassidy. I'm I'm doing for both guys. 
And uh, I'm still getting to John Silver. I mean, I haven't really seen much of the guy, but I, I'm getting I'm getting more into the guy. But it's he's pretty much more to feed into Orange Cassidy. So let's see more of both for sure. But I'm thinking I'm, they're really giving more to Orange Cassidy this way they went for Chris Jericho. All right, now we have number four. Robert Allen defeated Cody Rhodes with Arm Anderson. So he goes back to the AEW TNT Championship. Man for for 17 minutes. I go with newcomers, man. A big win for Darby Allen, man, to getting Cody Rhodes in the championship. Definitely, Cody Rhodes is like a good spot for like putting over the newer talent or the uh, older people. Bringing pretty much putting over people in this show in general. So good on for both guys in this. This is another great match. Now they're probably this is probably not the end of it either. They're probably gonna go back and forth, keep building on Darby Allen. I like in Darby Allen. He's pretty much like a, pretty much I would. Pretty much compared to like Jeff Hardy. That's how I can guess I can go to with it. It's just a twenty twenty version. <laughs> now you can imagine if like him, I could see definitely him and, and Jeff Hardy actually having a good match as well. If Jeff Hardy comes over to uh, AEW at some point. All right, now we have Hakura Shiada. Shiada. It's S. S H I D A champion defeated Naya Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Singles match. For the AW World Women's Championship, match with 14 minutes 10 seconds. Uh, I enjoy this as well. Like I say, I'm much to talk over it, but I, I enjoy just the match overall. There wasn't really a particular thing I stood out, but I just enjoyed the match overall. Uh, then we had the Young Bucks, Mac Jackson and Nick Jackson defeated FTR, Cash Wheeler and Docs Hardwood. Uh, tag team match for the AW World Championship. <coughs> tag, tag team match for the AW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, if they lost, they would never have to. Ch- they would never uh, have an opportunity to challenge for the championships again. So, yeah, basically, this is had it had it was a do or die for the Young Bucks, and this was definitely the na- match of the night for uh, for the tag teams. Man, this is this is blood and brutal, man. I I, I definitely agree with this match. Like, oh, and t- uh, Tully Blanchard was buried for buried buried from ringside. Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, every time they put a kind of stipulation, I was like, yeah, you already know the Young Bucks are going to win. But, hey, it was still a fun and fun. It was the longest match of the night, and I'm going to give it to the Young Bucks for this. It's definitely their match of the night. Compared for a ta- more tag team, for sure. Like, definitely, this is definitely a good tag team that I've seen in a while on uh, AEW. So, definitely, definitely kudos for the, the Young Bucks for this match. Uh, then we had Matt, Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara. In the elite deletion match, uh, I was saying this match, the match was all right too. But I was saying I was more forward with the uh, the Young Bucks match. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm still I'm still glad that Matt Hardy is uh, doing all right. So, uh, it's also good. I mean, I'm like I said, he's defeated Sammy Guevara. He's another guy. I mean, he's to like keep going. He needs to be actually more build up as well instead of getting uh, defeated by the other guys. So he's he needs to uh, be part up part with like Darby Allen. Uh, then we have NGF with Wardrow defeated Chris Jericho singles match. And this one I don't really understand is like since NGF he and Wardrow are allowed to join the inner circle. I'm like, so you have to beat him? Like I figured it'd be the other way. Where I'm like, hey, that's just when they want to go with the storyline. So I'm like, all right. And it was kind of a wait, she way to do it. But hey, uh, I think it was, this will help NGF a lot for being in this fraction. So I love to see where they're going from here. Anything with especially you know with Chris Jericho, it's gonna boost it up for sure. I mean, I'll look at Darby Allen now. He's with the TNA TNT title, right? Or not Darby Allen? Uh, no, actually, it's Summer Guevara. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no, but even with Summer Guevara being with Chris Jericho, it's help, he's helped with the faction. So now we'll see how how NGF is gonna be with the mix. Like, I definitely. I see NGF as like a future hero champion, man. Like he, for how young he is, man. Like, if I had to put money on a young champion, man, it's it's gonna be NGF for sure. As a young, he's a young like he's gonna be in the company for a while. If he doesn't get injured, like I definitely, I definitely go NGF. He's he's, be, he's going places in the company here. Uh, then we had the main event: John Moxley defeated Eddie Kingston. An I quit match for the AEW World Championship. Like, these guys would go way back. Apparently, they're like brotherhood. Uh, this, is a, this is a batter match, too. This is, this is a part for a single. Like, this, this is all on par, pay-per-view, man. It was, it was, oh, great. It's like, 
there's really only a few matches that I was kind of down, but like when I picked, when I started kicking up with the uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page match and slow down a bit when they brought it back up with the Young Bucks, slow down a bit when the NGF down and the John Maxley. Yeah, it's overall, man. It's, it's like be- pretty much bell to bell. So I'm going to give this a four out of five with this whole pay per view. Like uh, I'm really glad to see how what how pros AEW. Uh, this sucks. Like, what how this whole COVID what how AEW would have been if like they gave it really a whole year, a whole year of like actually giving the whole reins loose like how they w- could have been. But uh, we'll we'll see y'all next time. Well, all right, guys, I'm gonna pretty much gonna wrap up the show. Uh, I really appreciate y'all coming in for another for another episode on topics in the pod. So once again, hope you enjoyed the episode. Be sure to share this, share and rate, review this podcast so everyone else can take a listen for it. Would be really appreciated. And until next time, guys, this is the GA Stats. I'm saying peace. Probably outro.